Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Ice Project Inside YKTR. Back from traveling. Roll the intro. Alright guys, before we start, I'm going to open up my newsletter again. I started writing these newsletters about uh, maybe about two years ago and sort of had this closed group that used to send out 30 emails in a row. I've opened it back up. There's a link down below. Join that. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I'm starting to write again in email form. Uh, if you like the Instagram content, the tweets, the podcasts or whatever the fuck else I do, uh, these are... These are sort of like a longer form version of that type of content. If you like the captions that I write, it's kind of that style of content, but building an email comes into your inbox every morning. So if you haven't been through it already, recommend you go for it. And the other part of it is I started writing again. Like I'm not a great writer, but I do enjoy just getting my thoughts out there. And the only reason I do it is because it helps me sleep at night. Like a lot of the time when I write these, I'm either just woken up or just about to go to sleep and it helps me sleep. So uh, just sort of tap into the mind of me and and things I'm thinking about or ideas I'm thinking about. So if you enjoy reading, if you enjoy any part of my content, encourage you to join the newsletter. There'll be a link down below. All right, been away traveling, um, learned two great lessons from it. And lesson number one is you don't want to be successful on your own. Now, if I look at any part of the way I've grown up, when you grow up in New Zealand, you talk to Cher, um, always grew up in team sports. I uh, grew up in, as an islander, an islander family. Like if you've got a pie, all the boys get a pie. If you've got a drink, everyone's got a drink. Um, if you've got $3, your mate's got $1. Your other mate's got $5. You've all got $9. Like, you know what I mean? So that's the way I've been brought up. That's the way my parents have raised me. Now the second part of my life has been professional sports where you roll into a team and sometimes you might have a bad game, but as long as your team wins, it's a happy day as well. Now I'm someone who's very individual. Like I love being on my own. Um, I have introverted tendencies, uh, I get tired hanging around too many people or people that I don't necessarily gel with, I know I can come across as extroverted, um, I'm confident, I, I can speak in front of cameras, I can I can speak on a stage or anything like that, but it does really drain me, so I like to spend a lot of time on my own. But the lesson I learned from traveling on my own is you don't want to be successful on your own. Now, I was thinking about my favorite parts of YKTR, and it's not about making money, honestly. Like, we've had some really big sales days. Um, we've had some really cool, like, sellouts and stuff like that, but it's kind of just those experiences you can share with people. Now, obviously, I started with Chico and Normi. Um, they were, like, my two best friends, and we just started something, and it's kind of created this ripple effect throughout, which is something I'm really proud of. And then, obviously, like, the next phase is bringing, like, the boys on. Like, didn't know who Lukey and Jackson really were. They've come on, added a lot of value. Um, I've known Scope since I was, like, 15, 16, um, to sort of get him off what he was doing in his work and see him starting to thrive now, thrive now, which has been really great to see. And that's kind of the stuff that sort of makes me the happiest. And like also like bringing Simi in and he's growing his profile and now he's getting boxing fights, all that sort of stuff. All the inboxes I get from random people saying you've helped inspire me. Um, and I'm not trying to go out to trying to be inspirational or anything like that. But what I did realize on that trip is like, I don't want to be successful on my own. Like I want to take people with me. And obviously being a single guy, um, there's probably been like a sacrifice that I've had to make in terms of relationships and stuff like that as well for us to get to this point. But I just sort of realized that like maybe, maybe just floating around the world on your own and, and lining your own pockets and your own experiences through self is not the way I want to live. And I sort of come to this when I was sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower and I was like, oh, let me just take a photo or let me take a story. And then I was just like, I've got no one to share this experience with. It's not like, I was more so like, I can't go back and go, remember that time we were at the Eiffel Tower and we had a picnic and like, 
we had wine and cheese. We ended up getting drunk and rocking up at this random club. I just sort of sat there for a couple of minutes, took a photo, and then like took off. And that's what life's about. Life should be about shared experiences with loved ones and close friends. And if you've got a partner, it should be about that. And if you have kids, it's about building those experiences in and around that. And it's not always about the money that you spend. It's the experiences that you have with it. Some of my favorite nights in, in Europe were with old friends that I hadn't seen in a while. And we had a home-cooked dinner or just catching up with a mate on a random bar and having two beers and just, just chopping it up and talking and and not just like shallow conversations, like deep conversations as well. Like how's your relationship going? Like what's working well for you guys? What's it like being a father? Like all that sort of stuff's like cool to me now. Like I, I engage in those types of conversations. Like like I said before, people that drain me when I hang around certain people, especially close friends and people I've known for a long time, it gives me energy. So lesson number one that I learned from traveling on my own, traveling on my own, this world shouldn't be traveled alone. It should be shared. Um, experiences should be shared. One of my favorite things to do is give and give back and and help. Um, it, and for a selfish reason, it makes me feel good, but you're actually doing good into the world as well. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two is kind of detach yourself, a lot of my ego, um, with just being a business owner as well. Like obviously we make a fuckload of content. You always get people coming up to you and I think it feeds your ego in a bad way sometimes. And um, sometimes my ego has been so attached to businesses. Like when our business is going well, like I think I'm like king of the world. And then if our business is going shit, which we'll have numerous times, like your um, like your well-being sort of goes with it. And this ain't like a mental health type thing. And I understand there's a lot of mental health issues in that. This is not my conversation that I need to have, but I just sort of felt like I was that. So... Um, I felt like I detached a little bit of part of my ego or left some of my ego back in Europe because I think just over the past couple of years, I've just always relied on myself to do things. And if no one else can do it, I'll just do it myself. Or if there's not a pathway there, I'll just go do it. Or all right, you're not into reading books. When I'm playing football court, I'm just going to go find someone and do it on my own. Now, I've kind of just always had that mentality about me. I grew up in a town where no one played NRL. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to try and go play NRL. I don't care if there's a pathway there. I'm just going to create my own pathway. And when you do these types of things year after year or like every five years, you do something cool that no one's really done in your space or out of your circle of friends. I think you can fall into a lot of egotistical thought patterns and, and conversations. And sometimes when I look back, and especially probably when I'm drunk or um, emotionally under pressure or stressed or anything like that, I say the most egotistical things. And when I think back on some of the stuff that I've said, not only to staff, not only to friends, sometimes even to families or, or old partners, I just feel like, like, ugh. Like it feels yuck. It feels yuck when I think about some of those things as well. So it was a good trip. Like I didn't expect it to be one of those silent kind of soul searching, e pray, love style trips, but it was. And I think I've come back like a slightly better person. And I think over time, we, as you get older, like success when you're a little bit younger is is about chasing girls. And then you get in your 20s, it's about making money and driving nice cars and doing cool holidays and cool shit. As you get a little bit older, it's just kind of about, am I being like the best version of myself? Am I living in my highest values? Am I be, like, am I contributing to this world? Am I giving enough back? Am I um, just, you know, all those types of questions. So it, it was weird. It was, it was, it was fun because the thing was, We've got a great team at YKTR right now. Obviously, we cut a little bit of fat um, earlier in the year and it was hard to do. Um, but like I've got a team that I trust now and the business was going well without me there. So it doesn't need, this business doesn't really need me here. 
And that was part of it. So no one was really asking me questions. And when you spent the past five years or six years grinding away and trying to build new businesses and scale businesses and fail businesses, um, you kind of always just solving problems. And then a lot of times, you're not really spending too much time on your own where you can answer your own own issues or ask your own ask deeper questions or more evaluating questions and peel back some layers. And it was kind of interesting. Like I, I can't really articulate it into words as well as I normally can with a lot of things. But yeah, it was cool. Less ego attached. Um, I think I'll always battle with ego because ego has been good for me. In some cases, like the little guy on your shoulder saying, you can fucking do this. And the other guy on your shoulder saying, don't let someone talk to you like that. Talk shit to them back. So uh, the constant battle with ego is always going to be there. But I feel like I've addressed parts of it. And you don't want to be successful on your own. My biggest two lessons from traveling. All right, activewear. Um, if you understand YKTR story, we used to have a brand called Tech Project. It was really cool. I loved it. But we're going to be moving back into activewear. It's just called YKTR Extracurricular. I'm excited about it. Like, it looks like us. Like, as soon as I got the product, the final product in my hand and put it on, the way it feels, uh, the way we can execute in it, like I've been for runs in it, it feels like us. And it just makes sense. Like, we come from a sports background. We've got YKTR Sports. For us not to have activewear line, activewear range, not, for us not to have activewear range aligned to us, it's just kind of been, um, it's just taken a lot of time. Like I've flipped it and changed about three, four different times. Like I've been getting product back. One, the hand feel doesn't feel too right. Took off to Italy, got some material from there. Now the cost was going to be too high. Like our demographic wouldn't really fuck with that. Then I was getting all these designs back and I was like, this just doesn't feel like us. And I was talking to a mentor of mine and he said designs, um, for something to feel more exclusive or more valuable, it has to have space in it. And sometimes it's as simple as like spreading the letters a bit more apart. Have you ever walked into a designer store and there's like space everywhere? And you're like, where is everything? It feels more exclusive. That was kind of the lesson that I learned from that. So when I got YKTR, all I did was spread the letters and turn it to the side. And then once we got the product back and the hand feel was good and, and technically it felt right, I'm like, yeah, this is us. This makes sense. This feels like YKTR. This feels like something I'm really proud of. And it's cool. I can't wait for you guys to touch it and feel it and use it. Um, it's still going to be a learning curve. Obviously, it's going to be our first drop in the activewear space. It's not like a grab a YKTR and put YKTR um, something on it, like volleyball club and, and, and sell it as activewear. We're going to try and move towards an activewear space and build some really cool content around it. You know, if you understand me, I like to build media first and add product a little bit later. Um, but something really proud of, and I'm sure you guys will like it too. Got touches of tech project in there. So the reason why I always love that fluoro yellow is because when I was new into entrepreneurship or new into business or when I finished football, like I was a little bit lost. And the things that used to get me through life or get through my day or put a structure was like to-do lists. And I used to just write these big to-do lists and I always had this yellow highlighter. I don't know why I had a yellow one. It was just the one I had. And then when I was done, I used to just cross it off and cross it off and cross it off. And it was a sign of getting shit done. That was a cut. That's why the reason why I associate with that highlighter yellow so much. So there's going to be little touches on there of the yellow. It won't be built around the yellow like we used to do in the past, but that's the core essence. So if you look at YKTR, it's got a, like a yellow stripe through it at the moment. That's like writing shit down, crushing shit off. And once you start crushing shit off, you're getting shit done. So that was sort of always important. And there's like little touches and, and stuff like that in there as well. So launching that next week, it got caught up in some ships. We're meant to drop this week, but I'm excited for it just in time for summer. Obviously, we, we've been rocking it. I'm pumped to have a fuckload of active wear in my wardrobe at the moment. 
Um, but yeah, we're, we're going back to back. We'll be dropping our first lot and then the second lot probably about a month and a half, six weeks later. So yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, YKTR Sports. <clears throat> I'm excited about this. We're starting to feel like us. Like, and I remember I heard this content from Gary V. He said, stop consuming other people's content and start watching your own. And I think I've been guilty of watching like probably a bit too much like basketball sports and, and all those American and even Gary V to an extent where I try and copy the stuff that he does. I feel like we're starting to create our own identity and starting to be us. And obviously Mason Scope have been a big part of that. Like I pulled back from the sports show. Reason why, me and Scope are very similar. Like we was we were similar players, kind of locker room guys. We've got similar opinions as well. Mace is just a fucking machine. He's made for this type of content. And he's a point of difference. He doesn't sit on the fence. He's got an opinion. Um, and he just says it how it is. And the thing is he's got a reputation to back that up as well. He's done everything in the game. Um, he's a gifted storyteller. He's infectious to be around. And I think we're the perfect platform for him because there's going to be no bars. You can say basically whatever he want obviously there's certain things you can't say and obviously he's, he's smart enough to know what those are um but i think i think this is like just unison of marriage or just like perfect alignment of talent and platform and i think we're in a good space for us to grow we've opened up conversations with him about next year and what does that look like so i'll keep you guys informed but i think he's pretty happy and obviously uh running yktr sports so i'm happy on the side as well skippy scope he's been on fire i think he's really starting to find his like little groove right now and me and scope always have these like conversations and probably very on was pretty hard because he was doing content for free and he was um working and just coming in and there's a couple times where he almost felt like giving up but i like i always tell the boys like it always starts like like entrepreneurship or content or business starts like that but like when it happens it happens quickly and you kind of look back and you go i'm grateful i went through that experience like there's guys who start round one in football and every nrl season even though the preseason's a fucking hard time you look at those times and go, fuck, thank fuck I've been through that time because I do understand. And like he's at that point now where he's starting to get offers from other places and doing gigs in other places. Uh, he's got the 19th goal show, which I think is really good. Very likable. Like people say Scope's everyone's favorite uncle <laughs> and that's a, it's a fair description of Scope. So he's been awesome. Um, I always had a like belief in Scope because one, his sports knowledge is good. I always thought he was a good person as well, but he's got his own takes. So he has taken like a little bit of time, like two years or two and a half years to get to the point where he's at, but he's in a spot now where he can really grow. And obviously him and Mace have got a dynamic and they're friends and um, they're not afraid to probably go against each other as well. And there's no like harm in that. Like I think that makes interesting content. Like you don't want to, you don't want to manufacture drama just for the sake of doing it, but they can have a different opinions and sometimes they're going to agree or most of the times they're going to agree, but you can sort of address that. So YKTR Sports Show, really happy with that. Uh, I'm going to roll that out next year. It feels like a staple of everything we're doing. The 19th, I'm going to build out some few new sports shows coming out soon, not like footy related, um, more so just cross between lifestyle as well. So looking forward to that. Are we hiring? I put up a post today. Uh, we won't hire anytime soon. I'd probably say for the next four or five months where we're in, we are in... October, September, October. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll probably hire to maybe like March next year as well. Natasha's moving back. Um, so she's going to be a big part. I just kind of want to keep our core right now that we've got. So me, me, Lukey, Jackson, Scope and Natasha get that rock solid and then add one person, add one person and just roll from there. 
And obviously, there's going to be two different businesses running at the same time. YKTR Sports is going to be great. And then YKTR, which is moving into activewear, then back into females, stuff like that as well. And I've got to control both of those. But we're probably at that point now we need to separate the two and we need to hire specifically for certain roles. So probably the next people we are going to hire, maybe potentially creative director who's going to look after product or she's going to look after product on obviously men's, women's and activewear as well. Just someone I can soundboard off with a little bit. Uh, a sales manager, someone who can sort of chase like ads for us in terms for YKTR Sports. Uh, we're going to be in a spot where, like if you look at our lineup, like like this podcast goes well, sports shows starting to go really well. We've got Grouse and a few Reds there. Cheese moves to Sydney soon as well. Mace is on board this year, hopefully next year as well. So we've got like a really good crew there. We just need to go someone who can go source deals and that for us as well. So that's really important. Um, they're there. And then potentially like a PA and someone who can actually help build this podcast out a little bit more. Like Lukey and Jackson can do it, but they're starting to get a little bit too busy. So potentially someone who can build that out and then a PA that can sort of help me fucking get my life together. So those are the next kind of roles that we're sort of chasing. It won't be for a while. There will be a process for it. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything on my mind. Yeah. Thanks for listening.